Welcome to the RN Experience Podcast. My name is Vicki. And I'm Nadia. On this podcast, we tell stories to highlight the real experience of nurses and the resilience they demonstrate to build a community and to foster nurses' holistic well-being. Welcome back, everyone, to another RN Experience Podcast. We are switching it up today, and Nadia and I are going to talk together about identity, transitions, permission to change, and some of our own current transitions and how we're dealing with that. So I'm going to turn this over to Nadia first, because she recently and currently is going through some pretty big life changes. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, As Vicki said, I'm going through some big changes right now. I just bought a house. Um, I closed a couple weeks ago and just moved all my stuff in yesterday. So it's it's quite a process, like figuring out where everything goes and just where my new routine, what my new routine is. Um, so yeah, I feel like in the past with big transitions like this, I've been very stressed out and just kind of flustered with starting over. And, um, we talk about reframing a lot in this podcast. So I'm just trying to stay grounded through this process and embrace the excitement of it rather than getting caught up in all of the things that, you know, I may be a little sad to leave behind, but also leaving space to process those things. So um, I've been journaling a little bit about those changes, just kind of going through it in my head, what I'm losing, what I'm gaining, but just really staying firm and and grounded through this process, which has been really helpful. So do you um, think that um, you've like when you're making the list of what you're gaining and losing, is there mm-hmm. a difference like in the amount of things or the the weight of what you're gaining versus losing? Um, so I, I didn't make like an exact list of what I'm gaining and I'm losing, but like just for example, like uh, like with my apartment, like I'm going to be really sad to not have that that view or that mm-hmm. natural light or that big window that like I know made me so happy, but then, you know, just in the physical sense, I'm gaining like a backyard for my dog and a space that is, is mine that I can really settle into and make my own. So, um, just trying to keep that all in perspective. Yeah. And I was thinking about too, so you're very much in this in-between space, in this mm-hmm. transition yeah. space. You literally are in between two physical places that you live exactly. and, um, that's uncomfortable because you're in between like these two destinations. It's like, I'm leaving one, I'm going to another, mm-hmm. but we were talking before we hopped on about, um, when we go through big changes or we have to go through some form of transition, we look back and say, I am here. And then I look back five, 10 years before, and I am so proud of mm-hmm. where I am and thinking about where it's going to propel me after that. And yeah, so I, exactly. I think like, this house is going to be not only a place, but um, almost like a stimulus for you to mm-hmm. expand further. If that makes yeah. Sense. And yeah, for sure. And I feel like in my apartment, so like I moved to my apartment in March of 2020. So, or no, July of 2020. So like right in the beginning ish of the pandemic. So I feel like in my head, like my apartment is associated with COVID and where I developed kind of like these bad habits or different lifestyle that I'm not super proud of. So I think 
sometimes, you know, when we change our scenery and just shake things up a bit, it gives us a chance to leave those habits behind the ones that we aren't so proud of, you know, and then take with us what we want to. So I moved to my apartment in the in July 2020. And although I'm sad to be leaving my apartment because I love it so much, um, I'm also very excited to break the bad habits that I've developed there, um, such as stress eating and, you know, not working out as much due to this pandemic lifestyle change. So although I'm sad to be leaving that space that I made my own and that was so comfortable to me, I'm just really excited to start over and break those bad habits and start some of my good habits over that mm-hmm. were my lifestyle pre-pandemic, you know, that I didn't really think about. Um, just ready to kind of get my groove back. And I think sometimes change can just shake us up and then set us down right where we need to be. And um, I actually had an experience the other day. I went to yoga for the first time, I think in like two, three years, like an actual yoga class. Mm. Um, So I was laying in Shavasana at the end of class and just like laying there with my own thoughts and this like very beautiful, like violin song was playing. And um, in my head, I just, I started thinking of the Wizard of Oz, kind of just how, you know, you know, the tornado and all of a sudden Dorothy's in, in Oz and there's all these munchkins everywhere. Okay. Anyways, I'm getting off topic, but, uh, um, you know, I feel like that's what change does. It kind of just like swallows everything up and it's kind of shaken up. Like you said, where I'm in that in-between stage right now. So I don't know where all the chips are going to fall or where things are going to settle, but when they do, it's going to look different. And I feel like, you know, that that's exciting as well as scary. So right now I'm just trying to really stay open to that excitement because I feel like that's just helping me go through this big change. Definitely. And you kind of mentioned this fear and it's putting you into this more um, sympathetic or kind of fight or fight state, Mm -hmm. like state for a while. And And I yeah. It's awesome that you made sure, you know, you're journaling and you're meditating, you're going into yoga because those things mm-hmm. help the mind and it creates a purposeful slowing down in the middle of these stressful situations. And exactly because we all know that these stressful situations, whether it's at work, it's being a clinician, it's changing jobs, it's mm-hmm. buying a new house, it's moving, it's having a new relationship, ending a relationship. Yeah. Those things never go away. And that's probably the only constant is actually change. Exactly. And so I think if you can train your mind and you can practice mindfulness or find different ways that do ground you, it's huge. It's so Mm -hmm. huge. Um, Exactly. Like this year has been a lot of transition for me as well. I have been in oncology forever, but mostly in transplant. And now I'm going into the ER a lot more. And mm-hmm. I'm hit getting hit with this reality that, wow, I actually really like being in the ER a lot more. I don't mm-hmm. think that being in transplant is where I want to be forever. And we talked a little bit about how that kind of screws with your identity a little bit where mm-hmm. I identified so much with being in bone marrow transplant and cellular therapy and realizing that's not the group of people I even want to be with or be affiliated with anymore. And so, mm-hmm. um, it's saying, who am I becoming and what does that person look like? And mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't know until you get there. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. 
yeah, but I think it's allowing yourself to do that and understanding that just like the only constant in life is change, you have mm-hmm. to grow with that too. Exactly. So so how are you coping with that that big change or just that transition of maybe wanting to try something new? I um I'm doing a lot of like you said, journaling or just writing things down, stream of consciousness type things. And mm-hmm. I'll look down at what I just wrote and I'm think, holy moly, where did that come from? But it mm-hmm. actually totally makes sense where I'm looking at things where I'm realizing it's just the medicine that I practice is like creating this ridiculously artificial environment in the body to make our medicine work as far as transplant goes. Mm-hmm. And understanding like my role in that. And is that something I want to be in? Um, and I'm just thinking like, how can we be high tech and high touch and how can I bring, you know, my passion for just making people feel well and living a good life along with this really just high tech medicine. And I kind of just pulled it into, can I be both sympathetic and parasympathetic and how do you balance it? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it comes into where we've talked about, you know, we're at work and shit is crazy. Like yesterday I was in the ER and it was so, so busy. Yeah. Um, and I knew that when I got home, I was going to be so buzzed from mm-hmm. that. I wasn't going to be able to fall asleep. And so I did some things. I called a friend. I just laid in my bed, calmed down and did some practices to pull me back out of that and understanding mm-hmm. how to do both sides. Um, yeah. And just letting myself feel sometimes a little confused mm-hmm. about where I want to go, but talking to a lot of different people and their thoughts and that's something else that um, I think is really valuable is there are so many people around us who have gone through very similar changes and yeah, exactly. how did they go through it and how did they figure out what they wanted to do? And mm-hmm. like, for me, I'm looking at where am I getting the most meaning um, in my job? And I've had great experiences both with patients, families, and their family members recently on both ends of the spectrum, whether I'm in the ER or I'm inpatient and that's reminded me that maybe I don't have to make a huge jump yet, but I can mm-hmm. stay in that in between and still kind of try and figure things out. And yeah, exactly. That's where I'm at with that. Yeah. And there's, there's nothing wrong with giving yourself time or permission to, you know, weigh the pros and cons or just enjoy both or see where that takes you, you know? Absolutely. I am. Um, I think back to, you know, when you're in high school and people tell you, okay, what do you want to do? This is Mm -hmm. your plan. You go to school, (laughs) you get the job and you do this, 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 and then that's what you do forever. And I'm thinking to myself, that sounds awful. I know. I mean, I don't want to do the same thing in five to six years. I mean, maybe I do, but I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know who came up with that or like the nine (laughs) to five or two days off every week. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that doesn't doesn't make sense to me, but I agree. Yeah, like giving yourself that permission to change is so important. Otherwise, we're kind of just staying the same. And like you said, the only constant is change so that it just goes, it's going against what's natural for us to mm-hmm. stay stay in jobs that don't make us happy and, you know, stay in relationships that don't make us happy. Like it's not natural and we don't, we don't have to. no. No, we don't. And I think there are a lot of people right now who are realizing or trying to figure out, you know, 
-hmm. it's been hard in healthcare across the board and people are trying to think to themselves, is this where I want to stay or do I want to go somewhere else? Is it the environment? Is it my role? Is this a, is this going to stay this way forever? And I really don't think it's going to stay this bad forever. I mean, I hope Mm -hmm. not, (laughs) I know, Um, but you know, this is a long, long transition period and people are unsure of how long that's going to be. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's okay if people are leaving and figuring some other things out, but I've noticed yeah. a lot of people who have left and even come back. Mm-hmm. Um, no, exactly. It, sometimes you just need a break just to get perspective or get distance from the situation. Like when boy. I quit being an ICU nurse, I, I took four months off and I was just so burnt out. I was like, I don't even think I want to be a nurse anymore. And I mean, I'm so glad I, I didn't leave nursing completely, but you know, at the time I was just processing so much and I just needed to hit the brake and reset. And I'm so glad I did. Cause that just gave me a whole different perspective and gave me time to evaluate, like, is this what I actually want to do? And that's why we, we need that, that purposeful slowing down. Like you said. Absolutely. I, um, had a similar experience, but not the exact same, but I always rub in telling people, that this year, I feel like there was Vicky's mindset prior to July of 2021. Mm-hmm. And then it's 2021, like July, 2021 onward. And mm-hmm. I basically, you know, I was in the mountains and I was hiking and I had time and space to breathe and disconnect from everything else. And I realized what mindset I wanted and my mind was so much clearer and I decided to be happy and choose what made me happy. And I won't go into all those details, but you know, yeah it's getting rid of the things that are dragging you down or sucking your energy out exactly. and um, choosing the things that lift you up. And sometimes that can be really difficult, whether it's, you know, the relationships that you have that you've been in for a little while and it, that's a constant and removing those things, even though mm-hmm. maybe they're not best for you, it's still hard to separate yourselves from those things. Exactly. Um, and even a couple of weeks ago, I just, <laughs> it was so funny. I realized I sat down and I journaled and I realized I was like, damn, I am so happy right now. Like Aww, I don't, I don't really want to change anything in particular. I mean, I want to continue to, I guess I'm trying to say is like, there wasn't anything in my life that I absolutely like horribly needed to change to make myself happy. And I'm really happy with the process mm-hmm. that I'm going through. Yeah. <laughs> happened. Um, since that happened, I, so many things just happened that were even more positive and more exciting. And it was practically overwhelming, but I was like, okay, mindset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a real exactly. thing. <laughs> yeah. It sounds so simple, but it it's hard. Like it's really hard to consciously choose, you know, but yeah, once you make that switch or that effort to choose what makes you happy, like it, it does change everything. It really does. So, I mean, how, you know, your mindset, obviously you're in this transition space, but Mm -hmm. you know, how is your mindset? How is your identity feeling right now? Um, like I think, yeah, you talked about earlier about being proud of where you are. I don't know if we talked about that yet on here, but, um, (laughs) uh, yeah, before we were talking, um, I just, I feel like I'm so proud of myself because, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, I moved out of my parents' house, moved to my apartment. And now, you know, I wasn't, I didn't foresee moving out of my apartment and buying a house, but I switched jobs. I went back to my old job. So I took a significant pay cut, but 
Um, speaking of happiness, I'm a lot happier at this job. So, you know, money doesn't make me happy. And I learned that lesson like pretty young. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that too. Um, you know, I value my free time and my close relationships. And, you know, after years of self-assessment, I know those are the things that truly make me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so even though it was hard to, you know, give up that extra money, um, I'm proud of myself for making the moves that I had to make to get to where I am now. And I, you know, even this time last year, I wasn't like, I'm going to buy a house next year. Um, you know, that was always like my long-term goal, but then I started crunching numbers and, you know, putting pen and paper and figuring it out. And, you know, when, when you put the time and effort into it, it, it's awesome how it manifests, you know, like people talk about manifesting, like if you just envision like, okay, yeah, like you do have to, you know, have the vision in your mind, but you also have to work hard to achieve it. So, yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I guess what I'm feeling now, um, I mean, the dust hasn't settled yet. I'm still kind of in limbo with all these boxes. I don't know (laughs) where anything is, but, um, but yeah, like it, it's more like excitement and like pride that I'm feeling right now. And just, um, yeah, really excited to start over and yeah, start something new and just be in my own space that I worked so hard for. Yes. I love that. And I, um, I'm trying to imagine, you know, being in those physical walls that literally Mm -hmm. you own and you bought and yeah that's that's a manifestation of your hard work over the last 10 years basically yeah exactly to get yourself Mm -hmm. here um yeah so I am so proud of you (laughs) thank you yeah I mean like when I did travel nursing I I paid off all my student loans so you know that was years ago I paid them off but if I didn't do that then then I I may not be able to be where I'm at now so you know, everything kind of works out. There's just little stepping stones and roadblocks along the way. But, you know, if you put the work in, you'll, you'll get where you need to go eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Amen to that. Yeah. Um, so I think after this conversation, if you could give anyone advice, just, you know, a phrase, a sentence, something Mm -hmm. going through any type of transition, what would you say? I would say let your identity be fluid rather than rigid. And I say that to myself as well, because I'm somebody who tends to hold on to identities for way longer than I should. And, you know, some should have retired years ago, probably. Well, I don't know (laughs) about that, but, you know, like, like growing up, I was always like Nadia, the gymnast, and I'm 30 now. And I know I'm not going to be a gymnast forever, but that identity is so hard for me to let go of you know Mm -hmm. and like yeah I feel like so many nurses you know I mean we we are nurses and but that's not our only identity so you know you 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 are allowed to change and grow and you know you might you not might not even want to be a nurse forever and that's okay you know you don't have to be anything forever just like you don't have to do a nine to five like you, you know life's years for the taking so yeah, I would say let your identity be fluid and give yourself permission to change and just be who you are and embrace what what you need because mm-hmm. nobody knows that better than you. Oh, 
I just loving it right now. I'm just like putting this into my own mind for my own advice. Yeah. What what would what would you tell everybody? It's it's very very similar and Mm -hmm. it's um just kind of phrased differently, but it's essentially Mm -hmm. allow yourself to always be in a state of becoming. I I love that. that. Um thank you. I think that we you know, we were kids, we say, I can't wait to be this old so I can do this. And mm-hmm. I can't wait to be, I don't know, married for this. And, yeah. um, and I think it's, it's going back to that, you know, get this degree or do this program, get this job. And that's who you are, mm-hmm. but that's really not what life is about. Life is about always becoming something or someone and, um, mm-hmm. who you are can change. And, I do believe exactly. people can change, but I'm so grateful that I am always changing. That's what I would that's say. Am- that's amazing. I love it. <laughs> Very cool. Well, Nadia, this has been fabulous. I can't wait to come over to your house and um, Soon. <laughs> have a good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> help you find everything in your boxes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to need it. It's like the land of misfit boxes in here. They're just like, <laughs> no, they don't know where they belong yet. <laughs> well, it's fantastic. So <laughs> we hope everyone has a lovely Friday. Remember, it's a new moon. So take, not a new moon, a full moon. So take some time, soak up that light, meditate if you have time, pray if that's your thing. Um, just take some time to slow down and yes. be with yourself. That's what we would say. <laughs> have a good one guys bye bye